With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, y'all? It's your host, CJ. I thought I told you, we're back again with another episode on Mental Health Monday segment. And today, we're definitely going to go in, and we're going to go in about the power of negative thinking and how that pretty much distorts our thoughts and how that really affects us, especially when we're battling with depression. But today, uh, a little later on for y'all today, um, I have a guest. I want to bring in him later on today, and he's going to join us. We're going to talk about negative thinking and how, you know, some of our personal battles with it and, and just kind of some of the ways that we kind of help overcome it. So um, we're definitely going to get into it. So when it comes to depression, we already know how debilitating that could be and how how much of a how much of a fight it is, you know, it, it not only does it distort our thinking, well negative thinking not only does it distort us, but it affects us, you know, behavior wise, mentally, you know, and all that aspect. Even spiritually. But I want to focus on the negative thoughts and how much of an impact that has on us. And I kinda want to kinda paint this story. You know, Let's say each one of us have like little mini-me versions of ourselves living in our head. And every one of us have our little mini-me. So we have like either a parasite or we have an ally. And when you're dealing with a lot of negative thoughts and negative thinking, the person that takes over is the parasite version of ourselves. And so I read somewhere, which is a pretty interesting fact, it says the human mind, we think somewhere between 60,000 to 80,000 thoughts a day. Just imagine all those thoughts just within a 24-hour time frame. 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day, which pretty much leads to around about 2,500 to 3,000 thoughts on an average hour. Every hour on the hour, you know, 24 hours. I mean, not even counting sleep. It's, you know, if you're dealing with depression, Chances are, you know, it affects your sleep. But just, just kind of realistically thinking. Imagine thinking all those thoughts today, 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day, which roughly equates to 2,500 thoughts an hour. And then, so, and then it says 80% of those thoughts are negative. 
80% of those thoughts of the 60,000 thoughts we think a day are negative. So that's roughly around about 48,000, give or take. You know, math isn't necessarily my strong suit, but 48,000 thoughts are negative. And then just envision that, that, that parasite, you know, the mini-me version of us that lives in our head. Just, just kind of picture that. You know, you have a mini-me version that's in your head, kind of sitting at a desk, typing away. And everything you type away with a typewriter, and, it's, and, it, and you know, and it, 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 the typewriter is nothing but thoughts, and it shells out nothing but thoughts, 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 thoughts. And just imagine 48,000 of those resurfacing, that, that, that the parasite in our head is typing away of nothing but negative thoughts, and that's what's coming out, and that's what we're thinking. And so one of the things I want to talk about was the power of those thoughts and some of the key, some of the key types of negative thinking that we have become accustomed to when it comes to depression. Not only is depression debilitating, but the power of thought is debilitating as well, and especially when they're negative. So we know about, you know, positivity and, and the power in that, but the power of negative thoughts and how much weight, how that controls us. And so some of the um, some of the things that we tend to do and think about, we have those thoughts. So one of the seven, I want to jump right into it. The first one I'll probably say, we have this all or nothing type thinking. Go big or go home, I would say. And when we have this all or nothing type thinking, we have these ultimatums that we place on ourselves. The whole, if this happens, then this is going to happen. And because of the power of depression and negative thinking, we're ultimately convinced that the latter will happen off bat. It's like go big or go home. And so when we think that, so, you know, if this date doesn't go well, I'm going to be single forever. Just something, it's like a black and white type thinking. You know, if this happens and this is going to happen, if, you know, if, if, if I don't get into this university, then I won't be able to live out my dream of doing this or I'm going to, you know, so it's, just, it's all or nothing. If this happens, then this, this the, the negative result is going to happen because of that. It's go big or go home type thinking. But it's negative. And then the second I want to kind of get into was this, this overgeneralization type thinking we may do. It's the whole can't do right. I call it can't do right thinking. And when 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 we have that can't do right type thinking, your thoughts make you feel that you can't do anything right. Obviously, not only are they negative, but yet it's self-limiting. Everything we do goes wrong, or at least in my our mind. So like the the one minute sign of a mistake, one little bad thing happens, and we automatically think everything's going to go wrong. And you don't have yourself thinking like you know always mess up when it comes to speeches, or you know I. Every job I have, I always do bad or always do horrible. At the slightest of anything that goes wrong, let's say you forget a word or if you get to say something in your speech or you, you mumble, you stumble, and off the bat, oh, man, I always mess up. We begin to kind of overgeneralize that. And then if that happens, you go, oh, I always mess up with speeches or I always do bad at every job I do. We tend to overgeneralize our, our thoughts. 
at the slightest of anything that goes wrong in whatever we do. And so we're ultimately convinced that we're just screw-ups in any and everything we do, we say, or whatever it is. The third one I'm getting to is personalized. Well, I call it the self-blame thought. And when the moment is something bad happens, we immediately blame ourselves. We immediately go into fault mode. We, we, everything's our fault. It's all my fault. If I would have did this, then this wouldn't have happened. If I would have, you know, it, maybe if I would have answered the phone in, in time or if I would have did this right, or, you know, this, this wouldn't have happened. How can I be so stupid? You know, we, we basically put ourselves down. We hold on to that, and it goes on replay to the point where it's automatic. And we immediately blame ourselves off the bat. It's a self-blame thinking. And we personalize it. Everything becomes awful. You know, and even if we make, have, you know, have a mistake or something that we did happen because of us, we tend to hold on to that, to that, and that is embedded, that negativity, and then, then it goes into you start blaming yourself for everything that goes on, no matter what it is. And so that's a lot of that comes from personalizing, a lot of those self-blaming thoughts. And then the fourth one I want to get into is the whole mind reading, how we somehow become, you know, mental tele- telepathists. We psychic. Being a mind reading thinker when it comes to negative thoughts. Everyone thinks I'm a failure my boss thinks I'm stupid, or this person thinks I'm this, and, you know, it's, you know, our assumptions are our friends, and we're so convinced that everyone thinks the worst, of, or they look down on us. I know that, that, that's one of my, that used to be one of my go-tos, the whole mind reading, the whole psychic thinking when it comes to negative thoughts. I used to assume the worst, I used to assume that, oh, this person thinks I'm dumb, or this person, you know, probably thinks uh, <laughs> I'm inadequate or I can't do this. And I used to always have to, you know, place those assumptions on everyone about me that they automatically think this about me. And it's always in a negative light. And, and we have these imagined negative reactions from others. And that's pretty much what it is, these imagined negative reactions that we tend to hold on to. And so, moving right along, I kind of want to get into the fifth one, the always worst-case scenario type thing, thinking, the catastrophic type thought. You know, this presentation is going to go horrible today, or today's just going to be a bad day today. Just this, everything is just the worst. Everything is catastrophic. If I fail this test or another test, and I'll just be a failure. We see a worse outcome in every situation, every event. It's kind of like an all or nothing. Kind of almost like the all or nothing thinking. But we have our catastrophic ways to everything is magnified, everything is amped up. It's more severe than what it usually is, which kind of distorts us from the actual reality of it. Then the next one, I'll probably say, will comment to a lot of people is just jump to conclusions. Well, I call it JTC. 
And this one, especially when it comes to relationships, I think, you know, it affects both social, mental, you know, emotional. But I mostly think about relationships when it comes to really jump to conclusions. Let's say, like, my boss didn't say hello, so he must be mad at me. Or she didn't call me back, so she must not like me. We find ourselves in these ambiguous situations, and we automatically jump to the conclusion of it coming out bad. Like, it's automatically coming out bad, and, and whomever or whatever it is is automatically is meant for harm, kind of out to get us. And we, we jump to the conclusion. We seem the worst in that, in that person because this, you know, um, they must not like me. They probably think this of me, you know. And it's just presumed, presumptive thinking we already place on, on someone. Someone then wave back at you. Someone then say hello to you. We automatically think the worst, so this person don't like me. This person thinks I'm this. So this person um, probably doesn't want to deal with me. And that's when we meet and jump to the conclusion. You know, that everything is out meant for harm or someone's out to burn us, someone's out to get us. And then, you know, lastly, we have the should, must, and ought to. Well, a.k.a. the should statement. Or a.k.a. the expect perfection statement. Well, the I should be a better friend, aunt, daughter, or I ought to have a bigger house, or I must start exercising now. We put ourselves down so much. And these thoughts are, you know, most of the time, putting ourselves in these impractical demands, replacing these impractical demands on ourselves. And this makes us feel even more hopeless than what we're already feeling. And it really diminishes our self-esteem. And we place these, I know for this one, this has definitely been um, a major one for me, as far as, you know, the should, must, and ought to. And, and placing ourselves in these expectations, well, I should have already had a bigger house by now. I should already be making X amount of money. Putting that excess amount of pressure already added on to that. And so immediately we already thinking, oh, man, you know. And then when you don't meet those expectations, that further that even more, leads you back into more of a despair. We placing these impractical expectations on ourselves just with these thoughts. Well, I should be doing this. Or I should be a better person. Or I should already be making six figures. Or I should have this type of body already. Well, I must go exercise right now. You know, and, and you know that 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 already you know battles you know at a battle for our self esteem when we're dealing with depression. You know, statements already you know add to that. So. When we have those common thoughts, and they're within us, and then you can kind of identify which one mainly resonates with you. I mean, for me, I kind of see myself in all of them, to be honest. And so we say we have those thoughts. What ways, how can we combat that? How can we stop that? How can we overcome these thoughts? And one thing with that, the first thing I would probably say is we acknowledge it. We acknowledge it. We acknowledge those thoughts. We acknowledge those negative thoughts. And it's kind of go back to these things with thoughts. We try to force them. We can't force our thoughts. We can't force them away. Thoughts are going to happen. That's just life. You know, thoughts, we're going to have thoughts, period. So forcing them is not going to work. We can't force our thoughts. 
and one of the first things you can do is acknowledge it. I know you're there. I know these thoughts are here. Kind of like you're standing in the dark, and you know something's there moving around, but you can't see it, but you know it's there. And you know whatever it is, to you, at the moment, you feel like it's already there affecting you. It's meant to hurt you. It's, it's harm. It's kind of like these negative thoughts. You know it's there, so you acknowledge it. You know, I see you. I know it's there. So once we acknowledge those thoughts, we recognize them, then we can kind of take a step back. See, going to, and a lot of these thoughts don't come with factual evidence to prove that, A, someone's out to get us through. Like, you know, we jump to conclusions. You know, or these catastrophic thinking, or we overgeneralize. You know, a lot of it, where's the proof? You know, especially when we, especially when we have those thoughts, we overgeneralize, right? We go back to that. And one thing that we do wrong, all of a sudden we just do everything wrong, we overgeneralize. You know, where's the proof that we're a horrible person? And so that leads us to the next step. You challenge it. Challenge that negative thinking. You know, the moment that comes up, the moment we feel those thoughts, or I always mess up, you know, this, or I always mess up when I, at work, at every job I do. We say, well, hold on. Is this true? We challenge it. We ask these questions. We ask, we then go back and we challenge that thought. Is this true? Do I really always mess up? And we search for the evidence because one thing about the power of negative thinking, it's going to want to dismiss any type of positivity that try to arise. So that's where that challenge comes in. You know, we challenge that thought. We challenge the negative thought. We combat it and say, hey, hold up. Do I really always mess up? Or was it just that one time? Am I really always a mess up, you know, when this happens, when I give speeches or when I do presentations? you know, at every job I do, challenge that thought. Look at, you know, mind reading, especially when we in our zone, when our psychic <laughs> thinking, we automatically think the worst, you know, from a person. Everyone thinks I'm a failure. My boss, this person doesn't like me. This person thinks I'm stupid and dumb. Well, how do you know? Are you, do you feel that you're stupid or dumb? Challenge that thought. Why do you feel that you're stupid or dumb? What 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 arises that? What what makes you think that? Then you kind of start to uncover. Challenge that thought. Why do you feel that you're stupid or dumb? And your mind may come well because this just happened. Okay, so is that any factual evidence to prove that you are stupid or dumb? And most importantly, do you believe that? Challenge those thoughts. And lastly, I would say, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath, just kind of calm. And I would probably say meditation. Meditate. Take a deep breath. Find a calm spot. You be in your car. It could be for maybe 10 minutes. You be in your home. And just kind of start what you're doing. And just have those moments and just, just take a deep breath. And just kind of just silence everything. Silence your mind and just kind of, you know, just meditate. Do some deep breathing, in and out. 
meditate. Let's calm our minds. Let's calm ourselves. So just kind of have those things on replay and repeat. Acknowledge those negative thoughts. Challenge them. You can meditate. When those thoughts kind of arise or come in tenfold or coming at a rush. And there's another one I kind of want to throw in and I want to add in. Well, so whenever we have those negative thoughts, once we get to that place, because it's gonna, it's not gonna happen overnight. Just to, just to change our thoughts from negative to positive. But once we get to that point where we're acknowledging and we're challenging it, insert that with the positive. Insert that with the positive thought. You know, to combat it, so we're challenging it. So let's insert it with the positive thought, with positive affirmation. You know, the well, everyone thinks I'm stupid. Well, you know, I don't think I'm stupid. I think I'm, you know, a great person, or I think I'm pretty smart. Challenge that thought with positivity. And if you need to draw from positivity, draw from the things that you did do great in the past, or draw from the past if it helps, or draw from the present. Draw from the positive that's happening right now. You can always find positive and strengthen what's going on to challenge that negative thinking. And so, with that, I leave you guys to kind of think about that. And and it's a process when it comes to negative thinking, especially when it's so ingrained, especially when 80% of our thoughts are negative. And so, following that, you acknowledge it, you challenge it. Sometimes step back, take a deep breath, meditate. Or even, you know, if meditation is your thing, write your thoughts down. Write those negative thoughts down. Journaling, that was another go-to. You write all those negative thoughts down and you take a look at it and say, huh, do I really truly believe any of these thoughts? Where is the factual evidence to show proof that the worst is going to happen? And then you come back and insert that with a positive to really combat it. And so with that, um, unfortunately, I was not able to get my guest on today, so we kind of had a malfunction go on, and I would love you guys to have him come on, and I'll bring him on the next episode, but with that, you guys, I want to leave you guys with nothing but love, light, and positivity, and have a beautiful and blessed day. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.